Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 271 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. Tonight, we're adding a segment to our <laughs> <laughs> games news, uh, games played. We now have games ordered, so if you... <laughs> but you didn't record it, so you know. No, it's not recorded. It's, you have to come early for the pre-show that we have no clue when it's actually going to start. So I guess technically, because we've got all the, uh, the sentence fixed on Twitch and YouTube, yeah. you could catch that content on there if you so that, wish. That and it's an incentive to when you see us go live, hey, tune in. You never know what uh, type of content you're going to get. Probably Always. poor. Tonight's was good. <laughs> Always some kind of shenanigans going on. Yep. Wasn't that great this week? We'll try again next week. The Tony Kornheiser sign off. Anyways, this is episode 271. We've done 271 of these. I hope this one is the best one you've ever heard. Tonight, Volition has closed after 30 years. I would like to close after 30 years. Uh, Borderlands collection announced. What is that? Question mark. I already have one of those. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 coming to PC and getting DLC. Interesting. I think we all love that game. New Mario themed OLED model. And we have your September PlayStation Plus or Plus Extra titles. Extra Plus. It's extra. It's it's extra plus price hikes. Okay, so it's not essential. Wait, 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 wait. Is it Essential Plus? PlayStation Plus Essential? PlayStation Plus Premium? Or is it PlayStation Essential Plus? It's the extra games, but there's there's an additional little story to go along with. Yes, we have your September PlayStation and beyond playstation plus extra plus price increase Ugh. too many pluses i'm one of your hosts richard bergman joined tonight by newsmaster and game orderer brant <laughs> mckee add another plus to it sir what do you do with that game like order plus <laughs> yep. game plus, order plus, essential plus. <laughs> premium plus <laughs> Also joining us, a fellow game orderer. Cesar so Concepcion the second. He's also our page master and lore master. How are you, sir? Plus plus. Hello. Yes. Have you? <laughs> Someone added plus 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 to the news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that along with Hulu Plus and Disney Plus and all the other ones? Plus Infinity. Yes. Plus Infinity. Infinity Collection. I mean, we said all the pluses, and then we're going to pivot to another story. Do we start with the? Do we start with that one? <laughs> Minus. <laughs> we subtract. Addition by subtraction. Show. Yes. Where the fuck is my news? Everything's lost. Uh, let's go to Chris Scullion at videogameschronicle.com. He states, and he's just reporting. This was already out there on Twitter. Saints Row developer Volition has been closed. Effective immediately, Embracer Group has closed the studio as part of its restructuring plan. A message from the studio reads, the Volition team has proudly created world-class entertainment for fans around the globe for 30 years. We've been driven by a passion for our community and always work to deliver joy, surprise, and delight. That's our only main goal at this podcast as well. Interesting. We might get embraced before too long. Uh, no, that was part of the quote. This, this is, this past June, Embracer Group announced a restructuring program to strengthen Embracer and maintain its position as a leader in the video game industry. How does that feel then when your studio gets cut out of that? Uh, As part of that program, they have evaluated strategic and operational goals and made the difficult decision to close Volition effective immediately. It must must not have been that difficult. 
To help our team, we are working to provide job assistance and help smooth the transition for our Volition family members. We thank our customers and fans around the world for all the love and support over the years. You will always be in our hearts. Volition formed over 30 years ago as Parallax Software Corporation before changing its name to Volition in 1996, 10 years before Brant was born. The studio was acquired by THQ in 2000, five years before Brant was born. And when THQ went bankrupt in 2012, when Brant was four, it was then acquired by <laughs> Coach Media. <laughs> we going with Coach Media? What, what did coach. we decide? That? It's Coach. It's, it is yeah. Coach? All right. Put me in the game, and, Coach. Put me in the game, Coach, and placed under its deep silver label. <laughs> coach, now known as Plyon, of course, was then acquired by Embracer Group in 2018. In, her, in its early days, the studio was best known for the Descent series, as well as the Red Faction games. I was trying to describe Descent to Jeremy. I said, it's like a it's like a corridor shooter, but you're not in a corridor. It's 360 degrees. You're going towards an objective or whatever, and you could go into, like, a pipe that's off to, like, 9 o'clock, or it's, you know five o'clock like you could dip and it was almost nauseating the way it moved and stuff but it was also very cool it was a it was a good 3d space movement i thought and vr seems to work well in that same descent style you know you're moving the ship forward and you can look around with the vr that that type of movement and concept i love descent I used to like it a lot uh they're also known for the red faction games uh but it was the saints row series between Saints Row, Saints Row 2, and Saints Row the Third, and Saints Row 4 that became the studio's most popular franchise. Well, I mean, in recent years... I'm looking here, Richard. It says you can buy the, the trilogy pack for Descent for 20 bucks and play it on your Steam Deck. The trilogy? You really want to relive it all. Is it Steam Deck? Is it Steam Deck? It's playable, yeah. Go on. Richard runs to retrieve Steam Deck <laughs> to buy Descent. They made a spiritual successor. I feel like it came out like three or four years ago. It wasn't clearly it wasn't this team, though. I think it was some devs that split off. I can't remember what the name of that was. I feel like we were keeping up with it on the show. Don't recall. Live corrections. Uh, hearts go out to everyone. This is us, I guess. Our hearts go out to a Volition team. I know that Saints Row game was not super well received. Yeah. I was kind of on the fence about it. Now that they gave it to us last month or they're giving it to us this month, maybe. This coming oh, month, yeah. Oh, it's going to be in we'll this We'll talk news. about it later, yeah. yeah. Oh, Saints Row. This is a Saints Row episode. Guess what? Spoilers for the last story bit. Uh, and yeah, this... Your tape. I can't remember if we really got into it, but I know this came after uh, Embracer Group was in some kind of billion-dollar deal, and we f- found out not too long ago that, I guess, some Saudi-backed company was behind the... Uh, the deal and then they backed out of it which caused all of this madness at embracer group their stocks plummeted so now they're doing this whole restructuring thing and it it really sucks that after 30 years volition is just immediately closed and i know also they talked about how gearbox is suffering some layoffs as well um they they said it was just publishing right not the actual gearbox yeah yeah so it's the Um, publishing branch that does like marketing and all that stuff and actually okay but they they did come out and say that you know it's it it's not something that they really want to do, but they um, are going to try and help these employees find other gainful employment elsewhere. So it's good. Hopefully they find it because it sucks being out of work. Yep, and we've talked about this since Embracer Group and THQ Nordic at the time started buying up all these corporations. Like eventually the shoe was going to drop. 
they were going to merge and restructure and reassign, and then people were going to be losing jobs. Yeah, which always sucks. And they were on a tear for a while there, man. They just kept every like couple months. It was like embracer buys this per- people, embracer buys this. It's left that's and right. The, that's the positive part of the tear that you're talking about. I think now we're going to start seeing the downturn of that tear. Yeah. They're not the first. And Gearbox, as you mentioned, the publishing division. That was weird. Some weird audio pops. My mic was very unhappy at the at the moment. <laughs> Next up, also from VideoGamesChronicle.com, Complete Borderlands. <laughs> Speaking of Gearbox, uh, this is from Tom Ivan. Complete Borderlands collection announced. Third game also coming to Switch. This is the uh, Borderlands Collection Pandora's Box is coming to Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, PS5, PC, via Steam on September 1st, 2023, which means it's already out. While Borderlands 3 Ultimate Edition for Nintendo Switch will follow on October 6th, the former includes all six Borderlands games, Borderlands, Borderlands 2, Borderlands the pre-sequels, Tales from the Borderlands, Borderlands 3, and new Tales from the Borderlands, Plus all their DLC in one bundle for the first time. This is digital only at a suggested retail price of $149.99. But 2K says it'll be available for a discounted price of $59.99 for a limited time. Xbox players who already own a digital copy of any of the titles included in the collection will be able to complete the set for $30 via the Microsoft Store. PlayStation players who own a digital or physical copy of Borderlands Game of the Year Edition or Borderlands The Handsome Collection for PS4 or a digital or physical copy of Borderlands 3 for PS5 or PS4 will also be able to complete the collection via a $30 upgrade available in-game. Good grief. It's like Borderlands <laughs> as a service. These are these are viable paths to victory, though, you know? Yeah. They're not bad. PC players who have previously bought a digital copy of any game in the collection will only pay for the content they don't already own, which Steam is natively very, very good at with bundles. With an updated price reflected on the Steam page for Borderlands Collection Pandora's Box, I checked... I think when mine was going to be like $24 to finish out the rest of the Borderlands stuff. But I know I didn't have the tales of the Borderlands stuff. So that's right. Your, yours might have been cheaper unless you already had everything. Uh, I think I, I have something. I know you like those tales games. Digital and physical. I don't, I don't know if I would jump on any of these for $30. So. Yeah, don't quite think I'm itching to... Uh, like, man, if I had totally plowed through all this content before, I'd be like, yeah, that, that sounds like a good... Uh, I mean. I mean, if any of these, like, but... like these Borderlands games that I play online a lot, if I played online a lot, then I'll be like, yeah. So. And you and I but... played, what, like two hours of Borderlands 3? Yeah, yeah. I know that's me that's bugging. I'm not sure why. <laughs> uh, Borderlands 3 Ultimate Edition for Switch costs $60. Of course, you only get... Do you only get Borderlands 3 if you buy that? And is available to pre-order now. It contains the base game, which was released for PC and other consoles in 2019, plus all the game's DLC and bonus cosmetic packs. Borderlands Collection Pandora's Box leaked last month when it was classified by South Africa's Film and Publication Board, although its contents were only confirmed today. Man, I've been putting our podcast in the wrong category on on (laughs) Apple Podcasts. I should have been putting us in Film and Publication. I'm Sorry, guys. It's killing our listenership. We're not in the right uh, skew there. We're not in the right genre. Someone tell me about this Final Fantasy 16 content. It's exciting. Uh, so this comes from Andy Robinson at VGC as well. Um, this was reported, I guess he was doing a 
yeah, a panel at PAX West. Um, the producer of Final Fantasy 16, Mr. Yoshida, um, said it's been about two months since Final Fantasy 16's release. We received enormous amount of feedback from players all around the world. Um, development team has been watching videos and streams, uh, paying attention to what everyone thinks of the of the game, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, today they, well, as of the panel, uh, I know my game updated as well. They pushed a pretty big patch. Um, there's a full thing of patch notes down here, but essentially it uh, boils down to there's actually like new looks for a bunch of the characters. There's different costumes, um, clothing and things like that, as well yeah. as uh, the weapon cosmetics. So maybe you like the way one we- weapon looks, um, but you like the stats of another weapon. You can actually change out the actual look of the weapons. That's pretty cool. Um, How big was the update? Did it say anywhere? Uh, I'm trying to look now. It wasn't a humongous patch. Um, from what I okay, remember, okay. It, it took it took like maybe a couple minutes to download. So gotcha. It wasn't like an enormous thing. Um, but of course, um, down here at the bottom, uh, to accommodate uh, the development team has started. Uh, to work on two installments of paid DLC. Um, good stuff, good stuff. And they continue to say, even though it was exclusive released on, uh, uh, yeah, as a PS5 exclusive, uh, we are aware many of you have been looking for a PC version. Um, so they're taking the opportunity to officially announce the development of the PC version. Uh, they do talk that they hope to announce more details for the DLC and PC version before the end of this year. Um, but as of right now, that's about all we know, or that's a, all he gave us is that, Hey, we two two paid DLCs in development and PC version is coming. So good update. I think they have the voice actors out there too for their own panel. I know I'd be interested to see because I know Final Fantasy VII, the uh, remake, they made it Steam Deck supported immediately. So pretty quick. Would you double dip on this one? (sighs) I may (laughs) I may double dip on that one. Yeah. Be fun to play portably. It would be fun to have that portable. Or you could just buy your uh, your new PSP and play it in the bed on the PS5. No. Buy your new PSP, Brant. <laughs> no PlayStation Portal. I knew Cesar would jump at that one. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I've already uh, committed a uh, anti-brand pre-order my version of uh, <laughs> Boo, Sony Portal. corporate greed. Boo. I'm also trying to commit anti-brand aside and <laughs> figure hey out how to purchase my, very if subtly use, purchase my device. <laughs> if I use it, it's not greed. It's a difference. Yeah. Also true. We're just consumers, Brent. We're just yeah, consumers I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to find a way to enjoy a product. <laughs> I'm not like some, I'm not like some consumers who were like, Oh, the newest Sony product. And then put it on their shelf with like, ah, oh, job well done. <laughs> we're there to ever stay and never be used. Well, there's also something else you can buy, Cesar. <laughs> A brand new Switch OLED. Model. Oh, a Segway. 
A well done segue. I can always. Uh, so I didn't uh, put this in as the Nintendo Direct specifically because I know how you gentlemen are. And I didn't know if you really wanted to get into everything they talked about with Mario Wonder. Or are we going in Man, blind? I'm going in blind. Going in blind. So day one. It's a day one automatic purchase. They showed some um, some gameplay and, and characters and whatnot. So if you're interested to see that. Look up uh, the Nintendo Direct on YouTube. It's a 14-minute Direct. It, it wasn't super long. Did anything about it say you would not want to play this this game or you would not recommend it to me or Sasuke? No, not at all. Okay, so not exactly. Exactly. Uh, but did you see it was the number one selling game on Amazon for like 48 hours <laughs> after the... I like did the not see that. Immediate effect. Wow. The Direct effect. Uh, so at the very, very end of it, though, they did announce a brand new OLED. Um, so this is a Mario themed OLED, um, which we've had the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom OLED. We've had a Splatoon OLED. We've had a Pokemon OLED. Um, heck, even before that, we had the uh, Animal Crossing switch and everything. And you remember those? Those those all had yep. nice, beautiful, elaborate designs, designs on the Joy Cons, you know, nice little details here and there. This is just a red switch with a red dock. On and the also very, on the back, there are. I was about to say on the very, very back of the dock, uh, there's a tiny little silhouette of a Mario, and then when you open up the uh, back to connect your cables into the dock, you you'll do see. So you can see all this stuff they put. <laughs> you will see uh, a stack of uh, Mario coins in there, um, which I have to say, it is a nice little touch, but. Come on, y'all. They could have designed it a little bit more rather than just red, red, red. Uh, this will be launching it's, October it's a good 6th. Looking red. It's a nice mm. looking red, but they they technically they did a Mario switch. And didn't the didn't the doc look like, like his overalls or something? Because we already had red Joy-Cons and stuff to go with that. Sounds like a fever dream. Was that a legit one? I'm going to find it. I'm gonna find the overalls it. or the switch talk. No, I think they did that for like the the 35th. It was like they did a Mario themed switch. I thought the overalls was like some kind of weird uh, accessory pack. <laughs> they came out with like a Luigi. It seems like a fever dream. Oh my gosh, it We're may not have not had you. the overalls on it, but I I remember an, a Mario themed switch already. Press X um, to doubt. <laughs> available October 6th, uh, a couple weeks before the actual Mario Wonder game. Uh, and of course, the suggested retail price is just like the other themed uh, OLEDs, which would be three hundred and forty nine dollars and forty nine cents. Which please don't pay the idiots on eBay already running this price up. That Zelda one is at every single store retail outlet oh, that yeah. I go to that sells Nintendo Switch consoles. Do not act crazy. Do not overbuy. Especially as the Switch kind of dwindles downhill as far as adoption, that's. They're getting uh, less desirable. I don't know. They're still selling a shit ton of them, but they're not. It's not a mania to try to find one in stock or when they release one of these limited edition ones. But maybe the Mario one will be different. Says, mm. aren't you find the fe- the Brant edition Fever Dream coverall edition? Okay. Edition. Yeah, I found the switch cases. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to say oh. I'm talking about. I see the switch cases. 
and that no might be what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Um, as far there, there is a <laughs> there is a bright red Mario uh, Switch that was in um, the sideways box, and it came with uh, instead of the black uh, holder that you'd slide the Joy Cons in, that was blue. Because oh, okay. I see that. So that's that was the better battery switch. Um, this one, it's just a red red uh, system, red Joy Cons, black Joy Con holder. So they didn't even do the blue holder for it. And that that uh, red box better battery switch came with a Mario themed case. It come it came with the. Uh, the little Joy-Con rails were blue. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. And it I had that. little that bit of kit yellow there. Yeah. coin. Um, pretty so, clean. That didn't look bad. No. Was that didn't. the 35th anniversary? Is that what that one was? When we got 3D All Stars and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's that almost looks like a Black Friday special. There's a special Mario edition skew for Black Friday. It still comes with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, like it has for the past six years. <laughs> The OG screen. Yep. Man, please give us another Mario Kart. We need to play the new tracks. I think Cesar was the only one that had played it at that point. Yeah, I played the recent ones. I, I fired it up one and just fucked around with it. Just tried out those tracks? I don't know why, but yeah, I did. Yeah. Might as well. It's a good time. Yeah. Need to get back to it. 349, anything else? Mario Wonder comes out October 20th. New gimmick is the Wonderflower. Yeah. Oh, they also uh, during their last quarterly financial results, Nintendo said Switch's global lifetime sales stood at 129.53 million, surpassing the Wii by the midpoint of 2023. Yep. Uh, Zelda shipped almost. Oh no! By the release, driven by the release of Tears of the Kingdom, Nintendo shipped 3.91 million Switch units. We knew that was coming. I wonder how many of those during that Tears of the Kingdom period was that Tears of the Kingdom skew. Or if people were just like, I need a Switch to play Zelda. And those are new systems. How many people went and got a pre-owned console at the same time? Might be a shit ton of new Switch adopters during that Tears of the Kingdom release. Just like it will be for Mario. The evergreen console. All right, let's get into it. PlayStation Plus monthly games for September. Saints Row. <laughs> Don't buy this game. Wait for it to come to PlayStation Plus. <laughs> I think the last time it was like ten dollars. Cesar and I were talking about it, and he was yeah. like, ah, "I think it's coming to. I think it's coming to one of these services like, pretty soon." Yeah, critically panned. Uh, I mean, I'm not like reboot biggest yeah. Saints Row fan to begin with. So I mean, if I was, I was like, "Yeah, ten dollars, fuck with it." But I. I I think I've owned multiple copies of different Saint Rose, but I don't think I've ever actually sat down and played any of them to be honest. It's so. it's like GTA on drugs. Silly. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Saying something. I played three. Was three the one with the dildo bat? Like that was a <laughs> lot of fun to just run around and whack people with that thing. So I think I've got that on the PS3 because that was one of our PlayStation Plus games from that generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Uh, Saints Row, which they just appropriately called for their final one. They said they've said since then those franchises aren't going anywhere, so they might not be volitions anymore. Yeah. But I mean, they'll they'll give it to another studio who have another whack at it. Uh, dildo bat whack. <laughs> Good old what, whack. Whatever, whatever whatever your dreams may bring to you, sir. 
I just want to know how you, how, how do you swing that bat? Do you swing it like this? Or do you just kind of uh, play the game, sir? You and I can sure you and I can play the <laughs> game, and we'll we'll see how the bat gets swung at each other. Uh, along with Saints Row, we're getting Black Desert Travel Edition. I uh, don't know what that is. Find your calling in this open world fantasy MMORPG, which boasts fast-paced PVE combat, large-scale PvP siege wars, multiple character classes, and combat types to specialize in. You can also choose to dedicate yourself to a variety of pursuits such as trade, fishing, horse training. Yeah, I want to <laughs> dedicate myself to trade. That's Pokemon, right, Jeremy? Uh, Alchemy, Kilking, and Gathering. The Traveler Edition is a bundle of the base game and multiple add-ons. Does anybody know what that is? Anybody have a clue? No clue. None whatsoever. We're also getting Generation Zero, this first-person open-world adventure, set in a familiar <clears throat> but hostile open world of 1980s Sweden. So familiar. <laughs> so familiar. <laughs> so familiar. So hostile. Um, Very Sweden. Remember when Very we were Sweden. in uh, Sweden in the 1980s? I mean, Cesar and I could have been. I don't. I don't Super think familiar. That's a, I don't think. That, I don't think that's something you could have been familiar with. I wasn't. Uh, I, I was living in West Germany in the 1980s. So. You t- you take that. You take that back, sir. We get in my DeLorean and we hit 88 miles per hour. You're gonna see some serious shit. Once we get uh, 1.21 gigawatts. Yes. Uh, battle and survive deadly machine enemies alone or three friends in seamless online co-op. Do we give this a shot? Online <laughs> co-op. This online? It's free. It's free. As you discover the price. truth behind what's Quotation happening marks. to the region. Quotation marks around free. Oh, yeah. Also free. It's free. <laughs> Already paying for it. We're getting, that, We're getting to that, Cesar. We're getting to that, Scavenge parts from your fallen enemies and use them to craft equipment, weapons, and ammunition. Build and fortify your own bases across the island and start taking back your home. These descriptions are just more and more funny to me. That's It's, it's the 1980s Sweden, I think, that's the most unique thing. Bush said, "Keep Pokemon out of my mouth." I'm not sure that uh, <laughs> applying my what? dedicating my life to trading is uh, going to be applied in Generation Zero, much like it is in Pokemon. Any Pokemon I mean, title. You are literally the worst Pokemon player, man. I'm the world's worst. <laughs> so I had to describe to somebody at work. They were trying to rope me into a fi- uh, a Final Fantasy, a Fantasy Football League, Final Fantasy Football League, and. I was like, listen, I'm going to make the team. I'll participate in the draft, that sort of thing. And then I'm going to ride with the exact same team for the rest of the season. I'll never make any trades. I'll never do anything. It's like, it's exactly the way I play Pokemon. I'm not going to participate. I'm not going to trade. I'm not going to. It's just, <laughs> I'm going to drop it. I'm going to, I'm going to drop it and not check in. I'm going to be the worst, worst fantasy football player of all time. Uh, as Brent and Cesar have both alluded to, the PlayStation blog mentions at the very bottom of the post. We also want to let you know that starting September 6th, we will be increasing the price for PlayStation Plus 12-month subscriptions globally across all benefit plans. This price adjustment will enable us to continue bringing high-quality games, what, like Saints Row, Black Desert Travel Edition, and Generation Zero, and value-added benefits to your PlayStation Plus subscription service. Here are the new prices for PlayStation Plus 12-month subscription plans. We are in the United States. We'll be reading U.S. dollar subscription plans. PlayStation Plus Essential, which is your basic 12-month subscription plan, that is going up to $79.99 U.S. dollars. It was $59.99? Mm-hmm. Are they all 20 Is it all a $20 increase? It's it's about a 30 to 35% increase yeah. across the board. Not a flat dollar amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation Plus Extra 12-month subscription is going from $99, i am guessing. 
dollars. Nobody knows. I mean, I got fucking premium edition to like 2026, so I don't, I don't even look at that shit anymore. Uh, yeah, PlayStation Plus Extra is going up to 134.99 US dollars for the 12 month. And PlayStation Plus Premium that Cesar mentioned is going up to 159.99 for a year. These aren't even monthly rates. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, those are the yearly ones, yeah. The new prices for the 12-month subscription will remain at a discounted rate when compared to purchasing the one-month or three-month subscription over a 12-month period. For current 12-month subscribers, this price increase will not take effect until your next renewal date that occurs on or after November 6th. So you can buy another extension before November 6th if you're an existing participant. However, any membership changes you make on or after September 6th, such as upgrades, downgrades, or buying additional time, We'll update your plan reflecting the new prices. Never mind to what I just said. <laughs> that says the opposite. You can change or cancel your subscription at any time. Details are here. There is a hyperlink on this PlayStation blog. I don't know if this site is factual. I will not be clicking that hyperlink. We'll notify <laughs> current subscribers of these changes via email, and we'll have additional details on our website soon. This is not good consumer news, so of course no, they not. hit it at the bottom of the blog post. And a bad time was had by all. Yeah. Internet was not very happy about this. No. But their stocks did go up. Looks good to bring in more money, right? It's all yeah. about subscriptions. It'd be but interesting know, to see. I think I needed to see what was being added to this at the same time as a value proposition. Because we've argued before on the show that maybe the value proposition is not there for the higher tier or maybe the middle tier at this point for certain I, things. Hey, I dropped immediately to or i jumped immediately to uh premium when they talked about classic we games did. we all did and then they started bringing classic games and after about four months of that they weren't really bringing it um we haven't really seen any ps2 games into the service i they're treating ps4 games that got remasters Technically, that are remasters of PS2 games, I guess. They're treating those as PS2. We're seeing some PSP. More like the Jack and Daxter one. The, yeah. But you could stream. Can't you stream the Jack and Daxter collection and not yeah. do that PS2 one? Yeah. You could stream the PS3 one, maybe? Or I know you can't Sly Cooper in the Ratchet collection. Um. So I dropped to Extra. And Extra, I mean, there there's a lot in there. But I know as soon as they announced this price hike, yeah. I immediately was like, they're going to have me dropping back to the dang vanilla subscription because that's it's pretty steep because we, we haven't even had this new tier for a full year yet. Like they just really? made these. It, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think so because my my account hasn't hasn't renewed yet. So you upgraded to like finish out something that you had, and then you started yeah. the the premium or the extra tier, whatever the middle one was, mm -hmm. which still would have got you Trey, uh, Stray, which you streamed and and enjoyed. Yeah. And you do you still get the like um, Returnal and stuff like that with that middle tier? Yeah. Yeah. The, I'd the, like to see what warranted that extra on their premium. The top tier. I mean, they talked about how they're adding streaming. I'm guessing that's what they're they're talking about when they officially add streaming. Um, Cesar's talked about he's already in the beta for that, and it works pretty well. Yeah. So 
was. Oh, which I which I remembered the uh, the code name is uh, Kronos. I know I was struggling to remember that last week. Correction. I'll go back and edit that in. Code name Kronos for the uh, the cloud streaming stuff. But other than that, what what they talk about more benefits. What what what's the benefits? I'm not sure what that could be. And I was in like Cesar converted and he did that conversion and got premium like years out. I did the same thing with Game Pass so long ago. And then when it came time to actually pay, I was like, do I have to have Game Pass? They started rolling back everything I was playing. Infinite Warzone. I could play all of it without Game Pass. It's like, do I have to have this? Yeah. See, and they, now. Go ahead. They've done this wrong back in the day when they were, were talking about, oh, well, we're going to make you pay for online. It was like. Man, nobody really wanted to do it, but then they started that the monthly program with these games, games with gold, and then you got the the PlayStation. Um, I don't even think it was PlayStation Plus at that time. It was just the the PlayStation Network. You got the the free titles every month. So, what was that called? Was it PlayStation Plus? No, because it wasn't PlayStation Plus until the PS4. It was like, it was like PlayStation Network. Online something, pass yeah. or something, yeah. Um, speaking of which, I wanted to bounce this off you guys. Almost text y'all before the show. Target has Game Pass console. They have six months for forty one ninety nine. Does that mm. give me Starfield for six months for forty two dollars? Gives you whatever's in Game Pass for six months. Game Pass console. So the core, the Game Pass core, and all those other tiers they announced that has that hasn't kicked in yet, right? Oh, no. I think all this does is I can't play Game Pass on PC, which I never did, because I can't use it on Steam Deck, officially. Yeah, because Ultimate just gives you the cloud, like xCloud stuff. But this is not... Okay, so that separates that, so I can't do... You can't do the xCloud stuff, but I, oh, okay. I'm okay. i sure... I, I think you'd be able to get anything that's on Game Pass currently. I think yeah, it's, I think Brant's right. It's just locked to whatever the con- Game Pass for an Xbox console. Download you do locally. Cloud, you can't do. Yeah. You can't do the cloud. You can't do PC. Okay. Can I do the quick stream thing? Like instead of downloading Gears of War Ultimate, I just stream Gears of War Ultimate, or is that counted as part of the cloud thing? It's. I think it's counted as. I, counted yeah. As cloud. I think I it's. Think it, Console is whatever you get everything coming to Game Pass. It says you have to download it locally. There's no streaming. There's no. I was already doing that anyways. Maybe this is a good proposition for me to play some Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> Six months for forty two bucks. That's at Target.com currently. They have a three month one for twenty ninety nine. But that also is like the old uh, Xbox Live Gold, right? So Russell's trying to get me to play Battlefield three or something like that on the three sixty one. And his friends are playing that, and they all have Ultimate, I believe. I think I could get by with this with just game the Game Pass console. Or does not that not include the online? It has to include the online it stuff. Does all the online. Game Pass stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. Hey, this might be a good way to play that. Either do the three months. So three months is twenty ninety nine, or six months is forty one ninety nine. Intrigued. That's out there. I'm sure we'll start seeing deals on that PlayStation Plus tier, too. If you wait and time your subscriptions and all that, you can pretty much never pay full price for those subs. So it's just a matter of waiting for a sale or buying a subscription card or PlayStation Network card or something like that and redeeming it at the right time. Uh, Is that it for news? Are we done? That's it. 
yep. 40 minutes in. Uh, are we going to games on uh, games ordered or games played? <laughs> games, games owned. Played. Almost said games owned. Oh, you want to start with games owned? No. That's how you go first. Some 2,000 games. And oh, I know game. y'all have way so more. So copy the Metal Gear Solid 3D. You can't start with M. You got to start with like 1080 snowboarding. You have to you start with a number. I told you only on one game. It's Metal Gear Solid 3 sealed on 3DS. That's the only game I own. Ooh. It's not a bad game to own. Still sealed. Fun could be had with that title. Got to get the Circle Pad Pro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's fun to play with. Pad Pro. Hey, you can uh, crouch and shoot the gun at the same time in that one. I got the LL. I don't need it. <laughs> get the LL. 3DS LL. Uh, I've been playing some Sea of Stars. We've talked about this the past couple weeks. I was hyped on the demo. Uh, Cesar and I kickstarted it. Cesar, eight different editions. <laughs> they sent me, I stayed up. I, was that the night of the podcast? I think I stayed up super late. And they sent me my code at like 12 o'clock. And so I redeemed it and then immediately put in like 30 hours or 30 hours. <laughs> I put in 30 Jeez. minutes. I put in 30 minutes like at midnight. So that was like a midnight release. Uh, like awesome. Just I've been waiting for this game. Let's try it out. Has a great intro. Um, so if you played the demo, you've met the characters. Uh, the main two are Zale and Valer. And then there's a third character that you have in the demo and you meet this character in like a flashback early on. So the core of the story has these two young uh, adventurers kind of getting into some trouble by trying to get into a magic school and by getting into trouble, get hereby inducted into the magic school. So they've, (laughs) uh, the writing is still super funny. Um, They keep talking about sewing. Like there was all this alluding to sewing in the school. And then there's a whole bit where you see them sewing this tapestry and they're, talking back and forth about the sewing thing. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is a straight 16 bit RPG where they add this stuff in there. Um, probably like an hour into that. It's, it's nothing super major. Uh, we played some Warzone. Do we have a win over the past week? I don't think so. Maybe tonight we strike. We get our, we got our initial dub. We did that last week. We did do that. And then this doesn't count as a game I actually played, but there were some friends over with some uh, some teenage youngsters and they were scoping out PS5 collection like what's great on PS5. And they saw Resident Evil 4. It's like, let's try Resident Evil 4. And I already had it updated somehow. So we just had to pop the disc in, which was really nice that it just like kept updating in the in the back or it just hasn't updated in a long time. And then we all uh, cooperatively managed to put like five hours into Resident Evil 4. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know you guys played through it earlier in Great the game. year. Yes, it's fantastic. It is so, so good. And it's different. It's different from the GameCube one. Like I keep thinking yes. like, oh, I remember that. But it's it's a reimagining of sorts. Like things do happen differently. Um, I was I kept waiting for, I knew as soon as you started the game, you helped a wolf. Like there's a wolf in a bear trap, right? And the bear traps end up being this whole big thing in the game, but the wolf didn't happen till like two and a half, three hours in. And, uh, one of the participants in playing the cooperative playthrough wanted to shoot the wolf in the bear trap. And I was like, please don't do that. We're all playing this. We're all deciding the story. Please don't do that. Please help this wolf. <laughs> Let's see what happens later on down the road. Um, there were some funny moments. We were playing on the normal mode to start with, but I mean, you're uh, not going to ban in the wolf. Like you ban in all your other Pokemon. Yeah. 
Pokemon, the pig Pokemon, especially Jeremy's Pokemon. Um, we went from normal to assisted mode. So there's like a story-based mode called assisted mode. And at one point in a, it wasn't the initial village encounter, but it was, it was like the second one where it's basically just kind of a survival thing. So many people flooded at Leon and the person playing <laughs> is Leon that on this assisted mode, there's just a bunch of people running around in this house and the chainsaw guy. And they're just, everybody's milling around like a, at a concert on assisted <laughs> mode and nobody will kill Leon and Leon can't shoot anybody and you can't move. And they're just like, they're all just packed into this house. <laughs> But there's still uh, like some franticness to it. Like, get out of there, get out of there. I can't. There's people in the way. Chainsaw's right there. <laughs> and they made the chainsaw guy super scary in this one. Like his eyes are yeah. all separated and bug-eyed. And the art design on on this remake is is really, really, really good. Uh the wolves are super scary. They're like mostly mouth in the front. Uh, Man, and they come running towards things. you. Yeah, they come running towards you. Those uh, those guys and the guys with the dang bullhead on their on their heads are we haven't terrible. got to them we saw a bull on fire in one of the villages like there was a bull actually on fire like that that thing was wicked looking but uh it's funny seeing them play this is their first resident evil game it's funny funny seeing them play a resident evil title and uh one of them's asking me about the t-virus like where's the t-virus at i'm like i don't think it's in this one <laughs> And then they, uh, Leon gets injected by the the leader Ganado guy with that with whatever that cell is. He's like, look, there it is. I saw. I knew the T virus was coming. Look, he just got hit with it. As Los Plagos. <laughs> Los Plagos. Uh, we met Luis briefly. I thought he was way earlier in the title, but he's like, uh, he was like three hours in, like stuffed in a bag. <laughs> I think that's Luis. It may not be Luis in this in this rendition. Um, it is. They're not really calling her Ashley. They're calling her Baby Eagle. So the kids are getting a crack out of the, the Baby Eagle. When they call Leon on the P, we're playing on PS5. Um, you can hear it on the controller. Yeah. So it's like a super cool immersive thing. Uh, one of the players did not enjoy. They were like, when I pull out the pistol, I just I just pull the trigger and it shoots. When I pull out the shotgun, I have to like pull it to pull the shotgun. And I'm explaining like, yeah, that's the PS5 haptic feedback. How do I turn it off? I'm like, you don't. That's a feature. You don't turn it off. It's a it's a great thing about the game. And uh, <laughs> and they learn to like it. Like, oh, now I have the shot. I feel the pull of the shotgun when I shoot it and and the pistol. So they came around on the haptic feedback. I was like, we're going to keep this. This is, this is an important thing about this, about this platform. It's the reason we got this version. <laughs> I have to validate the purchase of this version specifically. But um, I think that's it. I think that's all. Those are my games ordered this week. <laughs> what did I say I had coming in? That was in the pre-show. I've got Top Spin 4 for PS3, and I got a new dishwasher motherboard coming in. Hopefully that fixes it. Ooh. Yeah, it's acting a fool. And I've already done all the ribbon cable swaps and everything else I know to do, and I ordered caps, but I don't see... Have y'all ever replaced capacitors on things? Not for a while. No. Usually either see it corroding or bulging, right? Those are the two telltale signs yeah. of caps. There's nothing on this board that would make me think caps are bad. But everything, a lot of the other things, like the signal not going through and it working sometimes, not working sometimes, like we can cut power to <laughs> No, this is, this is not what people come for in this podcast. <laughs> you guys are interested. Troubleshooting. Like, yeah, troubleshooting. But we usually kill power to the dishwasher and re- uh, you know, turn the power back on, and that seems to like power cycle it through. I don't know. I don't know what the fix is, but 
it's an older model, so the board's like 30 bucks. Uh, Bleach says dishwasher simulator. Yes, we're playing dishwasher simulator. It's the highly successful, or it's the the sequel to the highly successful power wash simulator. Last time I remember, you you have two kids, that so you've got four hands ready to be dishwashers. No, said Brant said they're ready to go. You mean two wash, two hands for washing and two hands for drying? Let them yep. let them go to town. Oh yeah, work in tandem. Teamwork makes the <laughs> Makes the dream work. <laughs> Brant's like in this household, we're not ordering another, we're not ordering another <laughs> board. We're doing this thing manually. No, Jeremy, Let's we don't put eat a the useful pods. appliance in there. Don't ever eat the pods, Jeremy. Don't ever eat the pods. Tide pods. Is anyone ever eating the Tide pods, or do we all just uh, collectively laugh at this phenomenon as it was occurring? Would you eat a Tide pod? No. Is there a monetary is there a monetary value attached to the Tide Pod that would that would oh. convince you to consume it? Just one. Brent's all about getting kids to wash the dishes, but his mama didn't wash his mouth out with soap like mine. I ate some Tide Pods here. They weren't Tide Pods in the eighties. It was a uh, if I said something, <laughs> mouth got washed out with soap. No, mama just came after me with the uh, the plastic spoons. Uh, Bush is referring to the Tide Pods as the devil's candy. Don't go by his house on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll meet the devil sooner. You eat it. <laughs> How bad would that be to drop Tide Pods in the in the jerk or treat basket? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Please sounds do like, not do that. Sounds like you're gonna get arrested. <laughs> we <Yes>. do not <laughs> condone. <laughs> oh, please, can we make some no podcast merch with uh, our our logo printed on Tide Pods? <laughs> we just melt in your dishwasher. And they've got a little jack o' lantern face on them. <laughs> Perfect for Halloween. Like the, uh, remember the goblin, the little goblin bombs? It's like that, but it's a Tide Pod inside of it. Godspeed, Spider Man. Yeah. What's in here? Marshmallows? Only one way to find out. Pop it, kiddo. All right. Those are my games ordered this week. <laughs> I ordered that straight to my Steam. <laughs> you deck. ordered it right there. Oh, God. All right. Um, I'm still so, on sorry, my, did uh, you, did you watch the live piece, uh, live piece, the live action one piece? I've got to know. Yes. Our adoring fans must know. Is there too much source involved? <laughs> it is a very good job of, uh, it is a very good job of highlighting all the, the high, like the good moments from the manga and anime. And you can, you can pretty much watch the first 60 or 70 episodes of the anime down to eight episodes in the live action. It covers everything. Like the, all the most important parts. Huh. Does a very good job. So if you want that a way seems... to consume One Piece in a more sensible manner, this the live action would be the way to do it because it has all the heart and everything. And like even like the big moments they have from the manga and anime, they made sure to include those in the live action. It's it's very good. That's excellent. So the right amount of source. Yes. I mean, there's some stuff they kind of differ on, but. I think some of the stuff's been hinted in the manga and anime, and I think they kind of went that route on this live action. So gotcha. there's some theories still going on certain characters, and then they kind of went with those theories in this live action. So Very cool. All right, I had to know. There was much talk about this, I feel like, last week. I'm, I had to know. Yeah, it's, if you want to you just try to consume One Piece, this is a good way of doing it. So That's good to know, too. Yeah, Save you 60 hours. Yeah, I mean, it's, the, it's literally the first arc, which is about 70 episodes, and they did it in, like, eight. So. Probably, like, the first 
hundred chapters probably in the manga too. Does a pretty good job. Damn. Yeah, they did a very good job with it. Very good. Uh, I'd be interested to see how, because it's weird how they did such a good job with this One Piece, and it's like the most wacky one to probably do live action. I would think and, that would be one of the most most difficult ones to pull off, because they've tried like they, Cowboy Bebop and, and Dragon they, Ball. They shit the bed with Cowboy Bebop and Death Note, but somehow they were able to pull it off with the One Piece. It's pretty interesting. That's awesome. So, yeah, I think it's because Oda had a lot of say in there, so he yeah. he. That's important. I think I was reading somewhere where he told him that uh, he had limitations on the show. He said he didn't want any romance between any of the crew members. Uh, like he, he's like, all right, and then he had to prove all the changes. So like they're like, all right, this is different. He's all right. I, he had to prove it. So huh. like, he had 100% control. Like he, he reviewed all the scripts and oversaw everything. He, because I think uh, like even like the nationalities for the characters, all he had had a, con- a discussion somewhere in like in 2013 or 2010. He always said that Luffy was uh, Spanish. You know, and uh, Robin was from like uh, Russia, and uh, Sanji was Australian, and so Very like they cool. they they uh, cast everybody based off those nationalities. So Usopp, I think, was from Africa, if I remember correctly. So like they yeah, they cast everybody based off what he had said. So so yeah, I think he had to prove all the cast and everything. It, it's it's very it's very very good. It's it's cool. very good. Yeah. I didn't mean to side by your your uh, your games no. ordered, but I know the our adoring fans needed a One Piece live action update. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a good way to consume One Piece if you want to consume One Piece, and I mean if you like it, then you can take the leap into the eleven hundred episode. Anime. Right, but it's it's faithful. It's a it's a proper adaptation of One Piece. Yes, yes. you've done a great job. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's it, I'm interested to see. I mean, then when they do Drum Drum Island and Atabasta is when they start getting uh starts getting more out there. So I'll be interested in see how they would do all those. Cause this is probably the most grounded one. So this they, arc. Even got, they even got your guy. Uh, I forgot what his name is, but they even got your boy from, uh, the one that, uh, Usopp's villain on his Island where he had, uh, the glasses and he had to lift them up with the palms in his hands. Cause he had the claws. So I was like, uh, and that whole time it's like that whole That's time when cool. he's interacting with him. He's like, he's always used to do this, that Butler with the glasses. He didn't know until he found out he was a pirate. He couldn't lift his glasses up. He had claws for his hands. So that's awesome. Yeah, all those bits are in there. They do a good job. That's a great touch. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for me, uh, I think earlier today I completed a. Uh, um, sorry, Jeremy, but I went ahead and completed Pokemon Violet. Uh. Oh no. Yeah. I Jeremy's gonna block, mute, unfollow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I got further than you did. So, but uh, last dig of the day. Um. So there in uh, Pokemon Violet, there's like three main storylines. It's like uh, you have Victory Road, then you have uh, Starfall Street, and then you have uh, Path of Legends, and then you have uh, the end of the game, which is called the Way Home. So like the Victory Road is like the same as it always been in every Pokemon game, where you have to become the champion and you go and defeat the agents, and then you go to the Pokemon League, and then you fight your rival. And the rival in this one is Nimona, and she's like, uh, versus being a, a rival that is like negative towards you, she's kind of like uh, one of those ones that she looks forward to battling, battling you as you get stronger. Uh, the Starfall one is kind of like a, like you have Team Rocket, and this one you have like this Team Star, which uh, is their version of a Team Rocket, but it's more of the school based because this whole game is based off a of university. Uh, and these are like a, like a group of kids who were like picked on, like being bullied. Uh, and then they end up forming like 
Team Star to get back at their bullies, and then it just goes like haywire. So like you have to complete this quest to go through and defeat all the bosses. So they have a code of conduct. If you beat them, then they have to retire. Uh, so like you, you go through there so you can dismantle Team Star, and then they have uh, somebody who runs the whole show, the whole show behind the scenes, and then you have the Path of Legends, which is a uh, the the sandwich one where like this uh, Arvin who's uh, has a Pokemon called uh, Mosbostif who's got seriously injured in Area Zero. And he's going around and getting his legendary herbs so he can make these sandwiches and he's been feeding it to his Pokemon to get him back to 100% health. And then you have your legendary Pokemon, which is uh, Meridian uh, on the Violet version, who also has issues. And then you feed him the sandwiches and it unlocks more abilities. Like he can jump higher and glide. You can climb up mountains. Uh, you can f- I think that's all of them, I remember if I remember carefully. And then after, after you beat all three of these paths and it all converges, what they call the way home, which is you have to go into Area Zero and then you learn more about like uh, like all these weird futuristic Pokemon when you learn like they come from the future and whatnot and why they got there and why why they're part of this world and now you need to stop it. And so after you, you complete that, you get the credits to roll and then you get the post-game stuff, which is where I'm at right now. So uh, they're doing like a Academy Ace tournament where they try to get all these people to do this Pokemon battle at the school. And so I think uh, La Prima, which is like the, she's the rule, she's like the leader of the Pokemon, uh, Pokemon League. So she wants me, she gives me the task to go revisit all the gym leaders and rebattle them all again at the higher levels. Like they're close to where I'm at, like level 70. And uh, like to test them and see if they're still relevant. So once you complete that, then you can do the Academy Ace tournament. And that almost does pretty much all the post game stuff. I think after that, you can do raids, like level 7 raids. That's where I think you can lock the Mewtwo, which is going on right now. But you have to complete the post game stuff right there. And then there's some like a legendary Pokemon that kind of float around afterwards that get uh, unlocked. But I mean, that's pretty much it. So, I mean, I I got everything done. I needed before the expansion comes out. Um, But I mean, outside of that, I mean, I've I've enjoyed my time with it. I sat there in good chunks and bulks once you get into that groove and just start capturing stuff. I think there's 400 Pokemon. I think I got like 250 of them. Holy shit. So I I still got a long ways to go just collect to, to, to get them all. But, um, it's a lot of trading. Yeah, I think the the the, the difficult ones are going to be the legendary ones because I think there's like four in each version of the game, but you only get one master ball where you can use the catcher them. So I don't even know how you get uh, the other. Well, no, the master ball. The master ball is just an easy catch. You can catch them. You can catch them with any ball. It's just a lot harder, lower catch rate. I don't know. I just I just go based off what the guy told me, which was uh. Master Ball for the Legendaries. So, um, I haven't got to them yet, so I haven't even tried. Um, outside of that, I mean, the bugs are still there. So, like, there's it, all the, I mean, they haven't really fixed all the <laughs> stuff. Like, I mean, even the credits were going like 15 frames per second when the credits. Oh my god! Were. So it's Ooh. like it's it's probably the most buggy Pokemon, and they haven't really fixed any of it. Pokemon game. So I'm curious to see if they're going to do any major update when this uh, expansion pack comes out. But I know there was a rumor going around that there's supposed to be a next gen update for the. For the new new console, on the specifically for the Scarlet and Violet, that none of those issues will be fixed until then. So, the brand new console that's going to have uh, PS5 uh, level graphics and, uh, and run, uh, Final Fantasy no, uh, Seven Rebirth. I don't look at that guy. I don't know what that guy. I'm look at <laughs> I was looking at somebody else. Um, the one I was looking at was what a uh, base PS4 small almost pro, but I think the 
I think they said that the DLSS is what would make it look a lot cleaner. Yeah. That was the one I was looking at. So I don't know what this other guy's talking about. But I think that was the one that was talking about that they were looking at doing a, a upgrade patch for the current generation for Pokemon and Scarlet. I don't think he said anything about any Final Fantasy game. Hmm. Um, I think that was the only thing he said he had news on. That and he, I think he said that he played it, it, the games he played. There, apparently, there, there were some games played on there that is supposedly backwards compatible. Where this backwards compatible, everything he doesn't know, but it does play some Switch games. Uh, with the whatever the ones that were tested tested by whatever developer that was leaking the yeah. information to him. So, uh, but yeah, outside of that, I mean, they might clean all that stuff on there. So I mean, it is a buggy game. It's weird. You'll see stuff where like I I was getting in battles and it puts me weird camera angles where I'm seeing underground and and like I said, there are some frame rate issues and there's some parts where the game kind of just like looks like it freezes and it takes a second to catch up. It's really buggy. Uh, this is the probably the worst. The worst one is bad. It's bad. I can't believe how bad it is. But damn. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. So. Uh, Bleach says he has encountered lay bugs too. Yeah. So you mean like Caterpie? Probably. Yes. Metapod. Um. See what you did there. But yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, I mean, that's it. I think it took me about twenty-five hours. I think it probably gave me like another two hours to complete the post game. It's not a long game. I mean, the longest part is probably going through and, and try to complete the Pokédex. So I, I know when I looked it up, I think it says 400 of them. Because so, I think you have four Legendary for the Violin, you have four Unique Legendary for the uh, Scarlet, and then you have, like, I think, 10 Futuristic Pokémon for each version, which are exclusive God to them. Damn. So Back in like, my day, it used to be just we one Legendary Pokémon. So I want to say there's maybe close to 50 that are exclusive to each version, so that you have to, you can only get by trading. So. Uh, did Bush get the opposite one from the one you have? I think uh, I, I fucked up because I kept mentioning Scarlet, so he bought Violet, and I already have Violet. But I have both, so it doesn't matter. I bought the two okay. packs, so yeah. But uh, I did boot up Pokemon Home, and then I transferred all my Pokemon over from Ar- Arceus and and Diamond, and threw them in there. So the ones that would let me carry over, because there's some that put like a, a Do Not Move sign on there, where there's certain ones that don't exist in that Gen yeah. Nine world, so. So that did help out with some of my uh, Pokédex collecting and were some of the bullshit ones, which I get them in fucking red and I'm sitting there for like 20 hours trying to get them the fucking Pokéball and they won't go in the home. They just want me to kill them instead. I'm like, I, I don't get it, man. You have like one HP left. Just fucking get in the ball. But Get in your ball. Get in the fucking ball. I was like, I was like, I don't get it. I'm throwing out every version of a ball out there and they just like, oop, almost got him. Oop, almost got him. I was like, this bitch is almost dead. He'd just rather die. So I just end up killing him at the end. I'm like, whatever, fuck mm-hmm. this guy. At one so, health, like what are you supposed to do? paralyze them just fucking get in i mean there's i started sleep? doing all that shit where it's like put them in sleep and shit this is too much yeah. work man i was like you know if you're not gonna get in there i'm just gonna kill you so i'm like it, it's this is <laughs> it's i don't if know if you're man. not gonna get in there i'm just gonna kill you yep yep specifically to the pokemon but not anything <laughs> else particular get in there put the lotion in the basket yep but yeah i mean that was it uh i'm now at the point where i guess whenever uh, uh Jeremy's ready. I can start doing trades now. I'm, like I said, I'm just filling out the Pokédex now after I finish this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get this trade with Jeremy. I'm trying to get this post game stuff done so I can get this fucking YouTube before it finishes out in like 14 days. Yeah. So, because I think you have to be raid battle raid level seven to get it, and I think you can only unlock six and later if you complete the post game. So it's like I have to go beat these fucking gym leaders again, and then go to the the tournament and like yeah. five five fucking people. Um, 
but yeah. outside of that but yeah the it, like the difficulty spike is ridiculous man when you get to the end of these uh these arcs for these three arcs before you can do the the, the final arc like if the difficulty jumps man i was like i was i was moving through the game and then like these these guys are like i'm like level 15 they're just straight up level 70 i'm like what the fuck happened here so i had to go what out there supposed and grind to do with for a that? while i gotta yeah. grind man i just had to go out there and grind I was like, man, it was like it was bad. I was like, it was such a twenty big levels. It was bad. It was. I was like, man, I was like, what the hell, dude? And then like there, and then they they expect you to. I mean, I I pretty much just went through with the with Croc in there and just fucking fried everybody with the the fire technique. Just killed them because I was like twenty levels higher than everybody. But like like towards the end, like they'll have like two different elements. So like you'll fight somebody has like ground and fire and like like psychic and water so like if you they'll get stuff like all right this guy's strong i can take him out with fire he's weak against fire but he'll have somebody who can beat fire so like he'll he'll tear my ass up too so it's like it's like it's 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 balanced when you get to the very end and you can't fuck around so i'm sitting there like there there's some there were some battles i'm sitting there like damn i had to like like sit there and sacrifice pokemon so i could just sit there and heal other ones and bring them out there and just it was there were some 30 minute battles man on that towards the end so the difficulty jump is, is ridiculous towards the end. I was like, man, it was not this hard going through the main game. Was there a warning? Did they say anything? No, nah, it just fucking just jumps. So I was like, I was like damn, it's, it's not even like... <laughs> we'll a get hosed past this point. Like, it's not even a fucking... It's, it just whoo, straight down. I'm like, holy shit. I was like, I, I can't just sit there and just not pay attention to what I'm doing like I was doing in the beginning. Just so, like auto auto battle? Yeah, just strong attack, strong attack gone through. That's like the first eight dims. But after that, it's like, it, they, don't, they don't mess around after that. I was like... Cause like even the end game, like uh, the end game was tough too. Cause it's like all the future Pokemon has two different types. So it's like fire, like I said, fire, ground, water, psychic. I'm like it, whatever weakness it had, it had something to combat the weakness. Cause I'm sitting around, I was like, all right, I got this motherfucker. I'll throw out the fire one, and he just decimated me with ground. I'm like, golly. So I'm like, it just, it, they're, they're tough. The battles at the end are tough. They're very tough. And I'm like, I'm level 80 something. They're still whooping my ass. So it changes from like the paper rock scissors of the the early game yeah because they come with two types so like you have one main type, yeah. like they can they can balance two types of attacks so like they just they balance each other off like they have a second attack that combats their weakness so it's like if somebody throws out something strong against them like oh i got your ass i'll just they'll use that some other thing on you so i was like it just but it's not like a gradual it doesn't get there gradually it's just a straight uh difficulty spike <laughs> So like wandering like, it well like wandering into that peninsula on final fantasy which is all yeah, of a sudden you're in the you're in the super difficult part your I'm party's gonna get paper, ravaged scribbling notes like all right uh, i gotta build this pokemon for scratch i'm sitting here like let me get these tms <laughs> and stuff like yeah, let me let me just sit there and get this guy going like i have to actually do fucking homework before i was like oh i was enjoying this game now i'm like getting fucking irritated but that's either here or there game's done i just gotta finish this post game so i can do this raid post game I think, the, I think the dlc comes out in like the first expansion comes out in like nine days, so I might fuck around with that. Who knows? Uh, I'll, I'll give it back to uh, Brent here to uh, carry us home. Uh, all right, I've got a few things. Um, I continued with um, Gal Guardians. Um, got to a boss battle. I first I picked up the five items that I needed to go back through the levels. And now I've got to a boss battle that I'd just rather not do because it's getting it's one of those things. It's it's I can see exactly what I need to do, but some of the attacks are pretty, pretty cheap and take a lot of health. So I started to get frustrated with it and eventually just said, OK, I'm done. 
Um, I've been. Uh, that was just, a Metroidvania style game, right? Yes, I just started uh, Arkham Knight the other day. Uh, booted it up on Steam Deck. Steam it's Deck. It's one of those. It's one of those that says um, not playable, but it boots right up. Um, I didn't turn any of the the settings down. It's still on um, high settings for most everything. I did knock it down to thirty frames a second because. One thing I did see is that sometimes it chugs along if you leave it on 60. It'll get to certain points and it'll just kind of drop anyway. So it's like, screw it. If it's going to drop and be inconsistent, I'll lock it at a 30. Yeah. Um, and it it actually Balls. runs pretty well. Yeah. Um, that movement doesn't have to be 60 frames. No. Most For the most of that stuff. A solid 30 would be fine, I think, for that gameplay. 30 at, um, what is it? 1080. 1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-1080-
Batman Simulator. Yes, Batman Simulator Forever. Um, I wanted to start it earlier this week because my my power actually went out for six hours earlier this week. We had a storm come through. Uh, we didn't get as bad as Florida though, but we still no, got some did not. some outcroppings of that and system. I, I picked up the deck and I was like, "Oh, I'll start Arkham." Oh wait, I haven't downloaded it, so I had to go through and figure out what I had loaded on my deck. Uh, and I decided to play the original Resident Evil Four. I played oh. the first. I played the first chapter. Um, <laughs> it's it's still it's still an amazing game. It's fantastic, uh, but it after, shows its age. I was about to say after playing the remake. It's definitely a lot rougher around the edges than I remember. Um, for a long time, it was definitely one of my favorite games. Um, and it's still it's still a great game. The story is good, but it's yeah, it's going back to it. It's, <laughs> it's it did. It's important to remember, too. It did so many things before any other title did. Oh, yeah. Over the shoulder, the. The, I mean, Over it, the was, shoulder. it was one of it was one of the first games that I really remember that that was super heavy on introducing the uh, QTEs. QTEs, yeah. and then after that, you started seeing them everywhere in gaming. One of the uh, individuals playing the remake with us was like, "Does that have the stuff where you have to just randomly press the button when it asks you to?" And I was like, "It's funny you say that because this is one of the games that started that trend." Yeah. Oh, so many years ago, and the original God of War, not the one you're probably accustomed to. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, I actually, um, I played some Warzone with, uh, Cesar, a uh, friend of the show, Jeremy, and did Saturday night. Who's y'all fourth? Um, what is his name? Cesar. Cesar, do you remember who your fourth was? Warzone? Ezra. Ezra. Okay. Yeah. Y'all had a good squad then. So solid, solid group. We could never get a win. It was no, always we, just out of grasp. Oh. No, Ezra single handedly won. Oh wait, no, yes, Ezra, really? Yeah. No, yeah, no. I was, I was there. I was there because that was like the Grant second game. I was, was on. Ca- Revive me. Ezra no, we was the all, only we one left. Yeah, yeah, he was the only one left, and he was uh, hiding in a bathroom, and the the guy jumped in. And started just kind of like hopping around, not really paying attention, and Ezra gunned him down. That was it. Uh, one v well, one at the end of it. He, he opened the door through a, a smoke grenade, and then just started like kind of hopping around the room. <laughs> he, he smoked himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he 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 basically Why? screwed himself up. I don't know what tactic was that. Well, because he was hiding behind the door, so he's just staring at him the whole time, just jumping around, throwing in smoke grenades. So. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, Boosh says early game win should have quit afterward. Yeah, after that we did <laughs> That's not. What Boosh always says it's all right time to quit after, after yeah. that win. <laughs> I asked I asked SR because I was like I I got the stream numbers the next morning. I was like, damn, y'all had a real successful stream. Did you get any dubs? <laughs> so, so I was like, we got one early and then nothing after that. Nothing three hours later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we started stream. streaming. We start, well, started stream, streaming done after the stream. Yeah, before we started streaming. after after. Oh God. Um, other than that, I actually have been playing on solos. Um, and today I was actually doing 
so stressful it, to me. I can't do it. It's a different animal, man. It's it it so, really I'm is. I'm so paranoid about everything. It's um, never my teammate. I'm like, who's who's that? Who's in the house? <laughs> but I've I actually did really good today. Um, yeah. I've been, you know, I'd get the like tenth or eleventh. Uh, I played a little bit before the show. I was getting um, like sixth and eighth, uh, and then earlier today, uh, a little after lunch, I got a win. Bye bye. Solos win. A solos win. Brant, way to um, go on uh, Vondel. I, you know, I, I was hunkered in the uh, in this one building, uh, saw a couple people, and then. It was second to the second to last circle. I saw where it was kind of going. Jumped out, ran in the canal, came out the side. There was somebody in the water, shot them, got out, ran through a building, stopped for a second, came out of the building, saw somebody down the alleyway, shot at him. He kind of ducked back, but the gas was coming, so I Perfect. jumped in the water. Perfect. And I'm I'm swimming, and as I come up, I see somebody in the water in front of me. I kill him, and then Perfect. I kind of get in the corner, played up real quick, but then I just start hearing, <laughs> and I turn around, and this guy, the guy has uh, that I was shooting at before, has come up from the bridge, jumped down in the water, and is like swinging at me. I don't know if he was out of ammo or what. So I hit him a couple of times, and then I just back up, and I'm like, I've got a gun, just and I gun him down, and then it goes, good job. I'm like, what? That's what? <laughs> War zone. So I've got that clip saved. No way! It was... <laughs> I have to see this. How is he out of ammo? He's like I don't to know because yeah, karate just, chop you in the back. Yeah, he's uh, and then I had another one where uh, it wasn't the wind, but it, it ticked me off because I I jumped in the water and I'm swimming. There's nobody near me, but then this guy comes out of the castle on Vondel, and I see him. He just took out somebody, and he's swimming, and he's like wearing a cowboy hat, and he's got a like bright pink and blue gun and then he looks at me and he starts swimming towards me and i'm like oh crap and i start shuffling through i don't have a water gun i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna melee him as soon as i as soon as he gets to me i start hearing uh the melee the melee noise but there's like a a tinge of uh like metal behind it i'm like oh shit he's got a knife and i mean two two jabs with the knife and i'm dead damn yeah the knife is quick, huh? The knife is quick. Um, knife. And other than that, man, uh, that's that's all I played. That's it. That'll wrap us up. Anybody got anything else to add? Pretty good solid show here. I think that's it. Decent effort. Put forth the buy all. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. Our weekly updates. Brands first. I didn't know they ported that Deadpool game to PS4. Now Sessler's got me looking at that. Because I was thinking about it the other day and kind of looking at the PS3 copies. Was it digital only on PS3 360? They no, they can't. it was a physical. Yeah, and I think they made a big uh, deal about it because they were like, "This game's gonna be delisted." And yeah, like you know, I remember list, hearing yeah. that, and, and it we was, may have talked about it on the show for some. That reason. was a uh, that was one of the games Nolan North did, I believe. He voiced Deadpool in that one. Deadpool 2015.
I think I got a PS3 and a PS4 copy. I, I see the PS4 copy. PS3 one might be somewhere. PS3's 20-ish dollars, it looks like. That's not bad. There's one for 18 With manual slash... They started not putting manuals and stuff at this yeah. point. <laughs> no. I know that Sly Cooper one has the manual for everything in there, but... Most of the other games, they had like uh, just that slip of paper for your. Um, yeah, it's like basic promotion. controls and yeah, online. It, yeah, it was either the promotion or showed the controls, or yeah. it had your uh, online code in there. Yep, your online there, pass there for other that games. generation. Online pass like for life. Who made Deadpool? Is that say Raven? No, hi. No, high noon. High moon. High moon. Yeah. Yeah, high moon. High Moon, High Noon. It was one of the high studios. Not one of your Dark Watch people. Did they do High Moon? Is that High Moon? That sounds right. Could be wrong. Don't trust. What else have they done? Don't trust my knowledge. Live correction. That's our live correction. All right, let's get let's get going here. Yeah, almost eight forty. Let's get going. Cutting into our war zone time. (laughs) Yeah, I got to go back to war tomorrow, man. Boo. We need, to, we need a whole week, whole week, whole week holiday. Let's go. Work sucks. And then we die. <laughs> I know. No, I'm close to dying. <laughs> Work sucks. I know. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not the only one not having any fun. <laughs> I got a funny feeling. Oh my gosh. Cesar rocking Work it with sucks. the big fish. You'll be at our show. The real big fish. Oh, you're you're talking about Blink One Eighty Two. I switched up on the uh, yeah, switched up on the work socks. I know. 